Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And I uh, really want to thank you for joining us. We have uh, Bob Griswold with us on the line from ReadyMadeResources.com. And uh, we're going to be talking about the, well, a lot of things that people say contribute to the end days. I agree. But again, too, I tend to be more nebulous than some people because I just don't think we shall know specifics. Uh, but are the signs there? Yeah, how long will the signs be drawn out? To me, that's the mystery. Um, you can take care of your own house, your own self, and we're going to get into all that here on the Common Sense Show and some of the crazy things that this country has embarked on that are clearly under the control of Satan, and I absolutely understand that here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are now in a situation where it's red alert, red alert, the craziness is taking over. Uh, before we join, Bob, though, I want to make sure that we can Hit some of the highlights. Uh, I want to call your attention to YouTube. I'm doing a series over there called Surviving the Summer of Hell, and that's more metaphorical because the summer of hell will give way to the um, winter of hell and the next spring of hell, and this isn't anything that's going to go away because we pass seasons. Uh, and I'm talking about things that need to be done to get your house in order. <clears throat> and it's a pragmatic guide, and it's really one that's designed to stimulate you doing your own research because people's path to the, let's put it this way, to maximize your chances of meeting the challenges that are coming, that will be specific to you. Just like two people in the gym don't train the same way because their needs are different, the same thing is true for this. So I really want to call your attention to that. It's called Surviving the Summer of Hell. And I don't know how many parts there are going to be. Originally, I kind of thought there would be six parts to this. I'm thinking now this may grow to 15 or 20. So I want to call your attention to that. And along these lines, um, unless you like eating bugs and dying of malnutrition over the long period of time, uh, you really need storable food. And we've been through the virtues of MPS, and they're one of the few storable food companies left standing. They've not raised their prices, and they still have specials available with all the attributes that we've advertised. And I'm just telling you, <clears throat> you can depend on others, and you're going to be sadly disappointed. Or you could depend on yourself and do what needs to be done and you don't have long because when diesel hits eight dollars a gallon the truckers are all telling me they're done their companies are done and i don't care how healthy a company is if they can't ship they can't deliver you're not getting product so go to preparewithdave.com and you also need water filtration and the alexa pure pro water filter you'll see the research at waterwithdave.com is excellent uh, it, too, is on its last legs. They had sold out, or so they thought, without the hope of resupply. Well, they found some in the supply chain, made me the national vendor, the only one. And when they're gone, they're gone. And we're not quite sure how much is left. But we will say this. There's an empty shelf life there that you will have to adhere to, or you'll have to go to a secondary product. So the Alexa Pro water filter can be obtained by going to waterwithdave.com. They, too, have not raised prices, and they, too, have a special and those are your two biggest needs. And then I'm going to also say this. If you have a nest egg to protect, and you know I went from being advertiser to a customer with Noble Gold, uh, I like the coins. Uh, gold, silver, there's also palladium, platinum. They'll take a IRA, which comes from the bank. If that bank falters, they're grabbing your IRA. You will not see a dime. But if you back it in gold and convert it and let Noble Gold do that for you, 
that that IRA, well, surviving confiscation, of course, by an illicit government, but that IRA will survive because gold has uh, been a a pillar of backing for about 6,000 years now. So Noble Gold can be reached at 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. And very quickly, you'll see how these people who never push, never press, they don't have call centers, they have experts answering the phone, they will never push you into a deal. They're just going to give you all the information, and you have to close your own deal. They're a pleasure to deal with, but in my mind, they're the best that's out there, which is why I continue to do business with them. I've been back for four revisions, and you will too, because as as circumstances change, you have to revise your portfolio. But you better get outside the system, because when digital gets here, it's Katie bar the door. This is the satanic enslavement the Bible talks about. Mark of the beast will follow. So I'm warning you right now, you need to get independent of the system as much as you can. So that's who brings us this show today. Uh, and uh, Bob and I are going to have some healthy Q&A back and forth. I think we're basically in agreement. Uh, just maybe a few of the finer points we'll put up for discussion so you can decide. Uh, Bob, did you ever think five years ago we'd be having a discussion like this this soon? I didn't. I I didn't think it was coming this quick. You know, intellectually, yes. I I knew this discussion was coming because, you know, like we talked before, I'm well-versed in the Bible. I've read it since I was 16 years old, studied it uh, extensively, uh, read the Church Fathers. You know, the, the people who knew, the ones who wrote the Bible, uh, John, uh, you know, the, those early church fathers that listened to them and were instructed by them said all the, these things we're seeing. So intellectually, I knew it. But at the speed at which it's come, at the level of which it's come, we can actually tell there's been get portals that that had angels and demons locked up since the flood have been opened to come out on humanity. And we, we just see at light speed the, the perversion that is coming and taking over the entire planet. And, uh, you know, this is where uh, Steve and I were talking about the other day. You know, we all love to quote Psalm 91, you know, mm-hmm. the thousand will fall on my right side, no disease, a long life, all that stuff we love. That's mine. I want to check that box, check the box. But the, the the first thing says that predicates the rest of it, he that dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. See, if, if you're not dwelling in the shadow of the Almighty right now, what you're seeing is going to completely overtake you and overwhelm you. And I feel that in the days which we live. I feel the spiritual wickedness, not just just a visual ascent to it, but there, there, there are people that were in Nazi Germany or Joseph Stalin that felt the spiritual oppression of, of, of that that was going on. And today, with technology the way it is, you know, which was spoken of by the prophet Daniel at the end of the age, technology and travel would exp- exponentially increase. And a lot of people know that the, the sum total of man's gathering of knowledge, now this isn't like new formulas for spaceships or anything like this, this is the accumulation of information doubles twice a day. Um, I mean, you can get that, that out. At first, when I read that, I didn't believe it, but it doubles twice a day, and we have the storage capacity to keep it. You know, these, these big supercenter computer places we're building, which gives the Antichrist system. I mean, anytime an electronic transfer is made, anytime you use one of your little, you know, wiggly piggly uh, discount cards at your grocery store, your gas station, your reward points, anything, that's all fed into a central processing facility where you're you're electronically dissected so they can do an absolute perfect profile of you they'll know everything about you because because of that um and so we li- we live at this time that the prophet daniel spoke about they're going to implement this digital currency that if you don't get get into that system you won't be able to buy or sell um, at the same time you know in dubai right now they've just built the world religion center where you know uh, judaism Christianity and Islam have built this big mega megalith complex that's going to celebrate the Abrahamic religions where everybody's going to come together and sing Kumbaya, which the Bible talked about this end time beast, you know, religious system that it's being geared to make everybody fall down before the Antichrist and worship him. Somehow he'll be he'll be pigeonholed into that, 
into that that system as as the uh, you know the leader of it, where he will get what he's always wanted. and That's worship. And, you know, that's what he told Jesus: "If you bow down and worship me, I will give you all these things." And at first, it's going to look like the utopia everybody wants, and there's going to be millions deceived by it because it's like, you know, he, he, could he deliver it? Yeah, he could deliver it. Uh, the same thing when the Nazis went into Germany. I've mentioned this before. At first, they thought they were liberators, and it turned out it didn't take too long before they figured out they, these people aren't liberators. They're enslavers. They're murderers. They're, they're, they're absolutely demon-possessed maniacs that are just coming and murdering, raping, and pillaging everything. Um, and, and so that's where we're at. I mean, you know, going all the way back again to the early church fathers, Irenaeus, uh, Justin Martyr, Polycarp, all of them, they spoke of times like this. And you have to remember, Irenaeus and Polycarp knew John. They actually physically knew him. John, the guy who, had the, who Jesus gave the revelation to, um, knew him. And um, so they wrote on that, explaining what we would see and how we would see it. They, they totally debunked anything about preterism, you know, where, you know, the, the church would convert the world. Um, they, they, that was not even a thought in their mind. They, they talked about the times becoming more and more wicked at the end, that the rise of the Antichrist would happen. He would persecute the, the church of the living God. And, um, you know, and then Christ would return and set up a thousand-year kingdom where wickedness would be completely rep- repressed on the planet so that as it says in isaiah the, the lion and the lamb would lay down together man will not learn war anymore they'll beat their swords into plowshares and dave inside of the heart of every christian i know this morning when i when i my wife and i were praying and i just side note here today is the 36th anniversary I married, on june 13th 36 years ago it was actually friday the 13th i married the, the, the love of my life and today we're going to celebrate that uh, we actually celebrated a couple weeks ago we went on a vacation but you know but anyhow um you know, so we're seeing everything um, come to pass that the Bible talked about, the, 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 the global money system, digital currency, uh, global governance. I mean, this, this is a term now that's being thrown around. I mean, Dave, in, back in the 90s, when I started really going into high gear prepping, I remember how, you know, the New World Order, I mean, everybody mocked it like, oh, my gosh, Tim Foyle had people. And I could even show, I printed off documents back in the 90s when Steve used to interview me back then, Steve Quayle. They talked on the U.N. documents, the New World Order, but people just didn't want to hear it. But now these people are so emboldened that they know Endgame is here, that they are openly talking about it, openly talking about the digital currency, the one world religion. They're openly promoting, you know, the Great Reset, which if you have any understanding of Scripture at all, it's the Great Tribulation. They're openly promoting that. Now, the caveat is, beware of anybody who gives you, Jesus said, you don't know the hour or the day. So he did say you'll know the time and the seasons. Uh, basically, it's it's somewhere around the generational type time frame, um, you know, sixty to eighty years, somewhere in there. That when you see these things happen, um, you know that's the coming. So anybody who predicts Howard Camping, you know, these guys that you know do this, it's going to happen this day. That you have to understand, they might be sincere, but they're sincerely wrong. They're misguided. They're taking the scripture and and doing something to it. The Bible specifically warns us not to do. Uh, Jesus himself and his humanity on this planet. Now, I, do, I think he knows now um, because he is he's back uh, enthroned as God Almighty. Um, but in his humanity, he didn't know the hour or the day. So if he didn't know it in his humanity, uh, I can promise you nobody on the planet right now knows the, the day hour of the day. And, and one thing, the church. Uh, the, the predictors of the Lord's coming have a 100% track record of being wrong as, when they give hours or days. Well, yeah, that's what I've, I've said. That's what we were talking about yeah. before I came on. But, Bob, the the one thing that gets left out of the um, the discussion is the health of the body. In other words, the remnant. How how are we doing? How are we in compliance? And And I don't know what the effect on the time frame is, but it would affect the events of the time frame if we approached um, our lives from a different perspective. I just am not optimistic that enough people are going to walk over to the correct side and begin to embrace following Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, what I'm just saying, the Bob, there are variables there that I think affect the, um, the timing 
because uh, I'll go back. I was starting to tell you this in our pre-air discussion. When Israel became a nation, many of the pastors across the country freaked out and started to proclaim the tribulation was here, and they were wrong. They were saying, by 1955, it'll all be over. They were so full of crap, it wasn't even funny. And yet they deceived many people. And that's why people that talk to me in terms of dates, you know, I listen to them, I look at logic, but also there's a part of me that says, don't commit to this. Yeah, I won't even listen to them because they're they're specifically wrong. But with that said, I, I do know because of Scripture, we are in that time frame. And I would say that the Scripture paints it in a generational type time frame. Well, Bob, Israel um, was almost four generations ago. Well, so I, I that's know. Not, that's again, not in a generational time frame. That's, that's but four again, generations. Let me, let me say this out. When you see all these things come to pass, that was just one thing coming to pass. Okay. But na- now we're seeing that's that's happened. We're seeing the the implementation of the beast monetary system, the beast religion system, the beast uh, governance system, all that happened, and then the the the, the, the rise in dramatic earthquakes are happening. Um, the, the technological boom that Daniel talked about. I mean, it's 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 staggering to know. And and you know, in in ten to fifteen years, most people won't even live in this reality anymore. They'll be genetically modified, living in a metaverse. Well. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time that's where humanity's heading and satan wants to take us there because that's his, his goal is to destroy the human genome completely not since excuse me not since uh, noah's day when the fallen angels, the watchers, came down and genetically messed around with humanity, has humanity had the ability, revealed to us by the watchers, to genetically alter us in such a way that we no longer become human? That's, that's here now. That, that's not in the future. We have this ability now. The, the mnra vaccines were just one aspect of that, but then you put the food aspect into it, and they know what they're doing with this food. You know, I just felt so sorry. I read, read this morning that Toby Keith has announced he has stomach cancer. You know, it's it's all done. All the food, the medical, all of it. It's designed to designed to genetically alter us 
or kill us. Um, and and we see that happening. But you know, just just as, just as we were talking, like I said, early church fathers, the technology explosion, the travel explosion. I mean, you know, we have Voyager two, what fourteen billion miles from from the planet, still sending back things. The ethnos, the strive and ethnic the ethnos. This is a global thing, and it's not that people have not had ethnic disagreements in the past. We know they have, but now it's on the global scale because technology has given us the ability to do it globally. We have the ability to globally destroy humanity through biological uh, directed energy weapons, nuclear weapons. There's, there's so many different avenues where we have the ability to absolutely destroy humanity. I mean, Russia has, what, 6,000? We have 5,500 nuclear weapons, not including China's, maybe 500. Israel has 300 or so. That would literally pollute the planet beyond being able to live on it. Um, and then with the, the gain-of-function research on, on certain of these bacteria and diseases, um, I, I know when they when they made uh, did the gain of function on um, smallpox, uh, we we have this thing now that we've made a hemorrhagic smallpox that you know where smallpox is thirty to forty percent fatal, hemorrhagic smallpox is ninety five to ninety eight percent fatal. So almost everybody who get get it will die, um, and so we have the ability to proliferate this demonic technology, and then the openness in which we see that um, it's it's like in the book of Revelation, I think it's Revelation nine eleven that the gate of hell that that was closed when when Noah flood happened, God took a certain amount of these fallen angels that were extremely caustic, extremely vile, toxic to the max, and he put them in, in, in Tartarus for a while, hell, and closed them, closed them down there so they couldn't come out and contaminate the human race. That's how vile they are. And in and, and the book of Revelation, that, that gate is open, and these spirits that have been bound for the last 4,500 years come flooding out on humanity. I don't know if that gate's been opened yet or not, Dave, but gates are being opened where the bound spirits are just flooding back onto humanity in, in the most depraved, unbelievable ways that they're not being done under rocks and back corners anymore. They're being done in our face. I mean, I just watched Nancy Pelosi bring these children down to watch this gay fetish thing. Um, and, you know, your lifestyle is your lifestyle, but when you want to take children and watch the stuff that's really, you know, it's just being done. And it's not just done in this country. We have to understand because of the Internet, it's been done globally. I go back to that quote that Jordan Peterson said that, um, you know, the average person today can watch more perversion, more sex, more nudity than Caligula could. In one day, they can watch it than Caligula could in his lifetime. So we see this proliferation of wickedness circling the globe, where anybody who has a true heart for the Lord Jesus Christ says, you know, we have that prayer of John, uh, the last chapter of Revelation, John said, even so, come Lord Jesus. Our hearts are so grieved by what we see, David. Just, I, I, I see these children, I just grieve for what's happening to them, through the, you know, the, the pedophilia, the, the sacrifice of them, the abortion. Well, Bob, we've done this to ourselves. Let me finish the thought. Okay. We've done this to ourselves. We've ignored the word of God. We've attended churches where pastors only care about their damn money. They don't care about the souls of the people they serve. And this is the vast majority of pastors. And we have descended into narcissism and hedonism as a result of this because there is no spiritual leadership in this country. And now we have to fight uphill just to keep the virtue of our children. That's where we're at. Well, I mean, it's it's again. If you understand the, the the nature of divine abandonment, Romans one. I go back to that a lot because it explains it so well. Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, explains it so well. There's three stages to it, and the first stage is we deny God as Creator. Yep. Once you do that and say God is not our Creator, which we've instituted this evolutionary system that man we just pop from nothing, nothing occurs. You know, I mean, what is nothing? Nothing is what uh, I think. Who, I forgot who said it. What dreaming, ro- uh, sleeping rocks think about? That's nothing. Um, you know, so nothing can it create nothing. I mean, nothing times nothing is nothing. But somehow we've concocted this thing that everything was made by nothing. You know, and and so that's once we do that because Dave, all of a sudden, Dave Hodges is not a creation of God. He's not created in the image of God. The earth has not been given to man to manage it and properly. Um, the, the animals and stuff on the planet are not there for us to manage them. All of a sudden, it's, it, because we're, evolu- we're evolution, we're just 
products of probability. We, we exploit, we destroy. You're not in the image of God. I don't have no problem killing you anymore because you're just another creature that just happened to pop out somehow through chance and probability. And so that, that, that philosophy trickles down. You talk about tri- trickle-down economics. <laughs> this is trickle-down depravity. Um, and, and to the final stage of it is divine abandonment, where God gives you over to a reprobate mind, basically an insane mind, that you can say things and believe things that are, are empirically not true. I mean, you can you can look at it in a microscope, you can look at it in science, you can look at it in reality, and then you'll still deny it, even though everything says this is true. You deny it, I mean, basically, except for a few abnormalities, X, Y, and XX are the rule of the day. If I, do your, if I took your blood, I wouldn't even have to know you. I could take your blood and look at you and say, this blood's a male blood. It has the chromosomes in it for a male. That's empirical science, but because we've been given over this insane mind, we, I mean, we're putting tampon dispensers in boys' bathrooms. I mean, it's like... It's, that's the definition of insanity, clinical insanity. That, that's it, because there's not a boy ever that's had a period, ever, one time, never. But somehow we, we think we can, you know, trick ourselves into it. So, we, we, again, and, and I want to get back to, to the solutions to this, because the solution is right now, you know, as we see these things happen, go back to Psalm 91. And I use the Lord's Prayer a lot because, you know, I want my life bookmarked as the Lord's Prayer is. My needs are in the middle of the Lord's Prayer. The, the Lord's Prayer is bookmarked on each side with praise. Hallowed be thy name. You know, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That's the middle. Lead us not in temptation. That's the middle. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory. So, you know... That's where we need to be. Psalm 91, under a shadow, and, and have our lives bookmarked with the praise of God on our lips. We enter His courts with thanksgiving, into his, you know, in praise throughout the Scripture. That's what we see. The 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 the, the thing is, but today, because of the 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 bastardized Christianity we have, it's um well, you know, God deserves. He has to give this to you, Dave. You have to demand it from Him. And, you know, I demand a big house. I demand a nice car, you know. But nothing of his praise, nothing of his glory, nothing of his righteousness. It's all about me. And whenever me's at the, on the sitting on the throne, bad things always, always happen. So, but, but again, as we see these things happen, the Bible describes them as birth pangs. So, you know, Israel might have been a birth pang that were half an hour apart. But now we see these birth pangs every day. I mean, I just read yesterday that, that the church, this, a certain denomination of the church, is now coming out with an LGBTQ song hymn where they're going to celebrate, you know, homosexuality in them. Um, the, the Mennonite church is now, a part of it is now going to allow, you know, uh, their pastors to, to perform homosexual marriage, and then on Can top you of it, that, just the Mennonites, the Mennonites, a, a formerly strict conservative body, the Mennonites. How far have we fallen? Well, it, it's it, again. This is not just the United States. This is globally. The, the Mennonite Church um, is doing. And there's, there's Mennonites out there that just like they're Christians today. That just say, "No way, I'm not going along with this." Um, but but overall, you know, everybody's falling under this spirit of deception. Which again, the Bible says, at the very end of the age, you'll see this extreme depravity. If you follow the Book of Revelation, there's seven churches in the Book of Revelation, and I hold to the interpretation, which I think a lot of good men of God did, Chuck Missile held to it, that those seven churches are in the correct historical order. Uh, Ephesus was the first church that had the passion and love for Jesus Christ all the way through to the end, the Church of Laodicea, which is the apostate church. They, you know, they were lukewarm. They they neither hot nor cold, and it says Jesus spits them out of their mouth, and, and we see this great apostasy happening right now. Where I mean, just denomination after denomination after denomination. I was listening to John MacArthur the other day. There's 106 colleges, Christian colleges and universities that are in the Christian coalition of colleges, okay? Would you care to guess how many believe a literal interpretation of Genesis 1-2 out of that? Five. I, no, Five. no, 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 it can't be Five. true. He, he, um, uh, if John MacArthur said it, I, he's done his research. Why, why don't I know people the man. walk away from this crap? 
Well, he said that's the first thing you should ask when you go to a church. What do you, what do you believe about the first two chapters of Genesis? If they give you any other answer, you understand that the next question should be, okay, so that's that's not that's figurative. Where does the tr- where where do we stop going figurative and we start going literal? And and you know because then then you know there is no point at which you can do that. It's either all true or all false. So, um, but five I, I can pastor the sermon, and he has his notes on it. Um, but five colleges and the Christian Coalition of Colleges believe in the little Genesis one two five out of a hundred and five. I think he said. I, I think the figures are pretty close. I know it was five that believed, but I think it was a hundred and five total. So there's this great apostasy happening. And again, you know, I just don't want to leave people with this doom because Jesus said, Dave, specifically, when you see these things happen, lift up your head for your redemption draws near. So, um, you know, when we see this, he said that these are the beginning of sorrows. This is what I'm saying is generational. When that generation actually begins, we, we know about, but just because Israel became a nation, that doesn't mean that's the actual kickoff of that generation. But when all these signs, he said, all these signs happen, you know that the end is near. And, um, and we're seeing them all happen right now in, in just dramatic ways. And in the next few years, we, you know, paper money will go away. Everything will be digitized. Christianity is being functionally criminalized right now. I mean, if you, you know, if you hold in, like, in the UK or Canada, if I come out and preach a sermon on uh, homosexuality, when I, when I say this, Dave, I, I don't hate those people. I don't hate them. I, I love them actually, and because I know what the Bible says, the fate of the damned are. I want to warn people. I mean, I, I would warn the adulterer just as much. I would warn the thief, the liar, um, to say, "Listen, repent of your ways," because you know if you don't, the Bible says that you will be cast into into lake of fire, which was not prepared for humanity. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. So I, I don't want to see you there. I, I don't want to see you go there. I don't want to see Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama there. I don't. I, I wish they would repent um, and, and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't think they will. I think they've sold their soul to Lucifer. But at, with that, I'll say a caveat is that Paul, the apostle, was a mass murderer of Christians. Um, some people estimate as high as 10,000 uh, Christians that he murdered or enslaved. Um, and Yet, Jesus met him on the road to Damascus, and, um, you know, he, he was converted, and he became the biggest fish in the pond. So, you know, that did happen through God's election. He chose Paul for that purpose. Um, but right now, I would just say, as, as I was talking to Steve over the weekend, that, you know, we really need to walk close to the Almighty right now. Uh, the three things, you know, because, Dave, I want to state categorically, I don't have the strength in my body. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I possess that type of moral strength to stand in the face of just horrible torture or anything like that. But I read, and like, you get the book of Fox's Book of Martyrs, of my, my brothers and sisters that have long gone before me that were suffered horrible things done to them because they wouldn't deny the Lord Jesus Christ. I would say that is only through a spirit-filled life that we can do that. Um, it's, it's the only thing we, we could do that. Just to, um, I forgot what it was, the church Thyatira, they used to take the believers, and they would make this, this em- they had this bronze bowl that was empty on the inside, and they would put somebody inside that, and then they would put them over a fire and slowly roast them, where actually there was a, like a horn-type mechanism, so that the person's howls of pain would go through that horn and, and make it sound like the bull came alive, brain. Um, I don't know if I could. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Do that? I couldn't do it on my own strength, but he did. Polycarp, when he was being ready to be set on fire, 
all they just said, he was 81 years old. He said, you know, if you deny the Lord, we can just cut the ropes and you can go away. We don't want to burn up an old man. And he said, you know, 81 years I've served him and he's been faithful to me. And, um, you know, he, he, he was set afire. Uh, Nero with Christians, you know, dipped him in pitch, rolled him in um, cloth and dipped him in pitch and lit it and used him to uh, light his gardens at night. Um, and, and we see this spirit of persecution coming to the church today, and that's what I'm saying. It's only by the power of the Holy Spirit, walking close to the Lord, being in His Word. You know, I love listening to good men of God. If, if you need one to start with, pick uh, Chuck Missler. I mean, he's a fantastic. He's gone home to be with the Lord now, but he, I mean, he has so many good things that he uh, that you can listen to on YouTube. The Book of Revelation, for one, the Book of Jude, all these different sermons he has, and he has a unique perspective on Scripture. Um, so, you know, that's what we need to be in this day because, again, um, just recapping, uh, global religion, global money, global governance, um, we see the gates of hell opening, um, we see the Great Reset, a.k.a. the Great Tribulation, uh, the, the earth signs, the earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, all that, we see the, the ethnics, the, the, I mean, and, and, you know, it's promoted. I have to hate black people because that's what I'm told to do. Black people have to hate white people because that's what we're told to do. And we see it. Um, that, that The guy, the white guy at the LeBron University, I don't know if you saw what happened to him. I saw you know, just Yeah, no reason whatsoever. They just beat him up. That one woman was walking down the street and the guy... Well, I think, there's, a bigger, there's a bigger depraved indifference there than the death. Or I won't say bigger. There's an additional. And here's yeah. what I'm talking about. LeBron James... I, I remember when the police officer uh, was in Ohio... And he had to kill, he had to shoot a girl who had a knife in her hand and was ready to plunge it into the heart of an innocent victim. And he had to make a split that decision, and he killed the person with a knife, which is what he should have done. And LeBron yeah. James came out and said, he's a bigot. The cop was white, the, the person he shot was black, but the victim was also black. But LeBron James saw racism there. But when a white kid is killed at his own school... He doesn't even speak out. He lectures us on racism in this country, but takes about $80 million a year from China. Need I say Dave, any I've more? Been all over the Need world. I say any more? No, no, I've been all over the world, Dave. The world is racist. I mean, and, and I'll say that. Let me, let me, let me um, explain on that. People, like, I, I'll just say this. I've been throughout North Africa, Middle East, everywhere, Asia, Europe. All, all those places, and I mean throughout them all, all over. Um, and people segregate by family, by culture, by mm -hmm. religion, and people group. They do. It's just, it's that's what they do. It's natural because um, there's safety in numbers. Yeah, and, and, and there's commonality, too. Now, that, that doesn't mean anybody in Christ... That in Christ, I mean, you know, Vody Bauckham's my brother and Lord. I love him. I, I never met him, but I love him to death because he's a great man of God. Um, you know, Watchman Nee was a Chinese Christian. Um, you know, he's my brother and the Lord. Uh, is, but, but generally, that's how humanity does it. And God created the people groups. He made the nations. He made the borders. He did all that. Um, and and all of us bring something to the table where we can glorify God. But the, the evil. People now promote this racial hatred, as it says, you know, there'll be ethnos against ethnos, and on a global scale, and we see that today. I mean, you know, go Rwanda, what was it, the two racial groups, and they're both black, but they were just murdering each other. Um, you know, Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong, they, they, just, they just all promoted it, but we, we see this happening, and, and so, you know, the very people who croak about it out of their pie hole the most are the ones doing it. It's just like this gentleman who just tried to kill Brent Kavanaugh. Brent Kavanaugh. Um, you know, he was... They talk about radicalizing people. Who do you think that guy was radicalized by? Nancy Pelosi and her ilk. I mean, they're, they're up there... You know, what is it? Chuck Schumer, you're going to pay. I mean, you know, he's threatening a Supreme Court... And then, well, and then Merrick was, Garland set the stage... Because he refused to enforce federal law that you can't protest in front of justice home. Merrick Garland should be impeached and charged for an accessory to attempted assassination. Well, well, not only impeached, but half the Democratic Party and half the Republican Party should be in prison. 
I mean, they should be because mm-hmm. they're, what they're promoting is absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I can promise you, Dave. If I if I was working in a top secret job and I had a private server in my basement where a lot of that information was going to that private server that the Chinese and everybody else had access to because it wasn't it wasn't a secure server, I'd be in prison for the rest of my life. If it was found out that I was taking bribes from China and Russia, I would be in prison for the rest of my life. I mean, over and over again, this happens. If I sat there and tried to go in and destroy 25 million Democratic votes so I could swing the election, I would be in prison for the rest of my life. Uh, But, you know, again, as as we approach the end of the age, the, the Bible calls the Antichrist the lawless one. And we see a spirit of lawlessness coming on this planet that is unparalleled since the days of Noah, where it's just, I mean, and when I say lawless, I don't mean just people who go rob banks. That's obviously against the law. But they're breaking the laws of God, the laws of nature that God put in there with crossing species. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go into that too deep, but you can figure it out. Uh, with Even with the transhumanism thing, we're mixing human genes with pig genes and all this other. We, we were destroying the sanctity of marriage. That's the building block that God gave for all of humanity. If we have strong families... We have strong communities, strong states, strong countries, and a strong world. Um, You know, in the first couple hundred years of the Roman Empire, divorce was almost unheard of. And Rome, because it had such strong families, you know, became a global empire, dominated the whole planet. But as time went on, hedonism took over, the Caesars took over, and hedonism and the families broke apart. Um, but we're seeing this spiral of lawlessness. It's just encompassed the planet. You know, I, I, I'm trying to think of the word. When, it, when a dignitary makes an appearance, there's always some pomp and circumstance before he makes appearance. You know, with the president might be hailed to the chief or whatever, but there's pomp and circumstance. You know, as we see the lawless one, the Antichrist, being almost getting ready to be revealed, we see the pomp and circumstance of his satanic, you know, um, ceremony coming into a focus with all this stuff that's happening you know it's amazing just some even little minor prophecies in the bible dave that that he will have not have the love for women well back when i was born we thought gosh every guy loves women you know uh that's what we do um but now we just see this whole you know violation of god's nature in, in in his law concerning family and the Antichrist will be like that. And we just see more and more people becoming in power that are homosexual, lesbian, um, and, and they're the ones taking the reins of power over the whole earth. It, it is funny that our arch enemy, Russia, is the one trying to stand against it. Um, um, you know, How so, sincere do but, you think that is, though? Seriously. I, 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 Putin's a, a master politician. Mm-hmm. He knows what plays. I mean, you know, I, I don't think... I, you know, I don't want to go and delve into his personal life, but I imagine there's some skeletons there, uh, thing. But um, you know, at least he's promoting it, um, saying it, and they're making laws to protect children. Um, and so, you know, he, he, Dave, did you ever think you'd live in a country where, like Governor DeSantis, saying, you know, you can't teach kindergartners about anal sex, and then no, he I know, demonized? I know. But, but I'm going to go back to Putin for a minute before we change topic. Um, Putin and uh, his legislators instituted uh, fines for what they called unnatural sex. And if you engage in um, uh, anything other than heterosexual relationship, you can be fined the equivalent of $160,000. Did you know that? Yep. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was that much, but I knew there was a fine concerning it. Big fine. Yeah. So, um, and then we're trying to destroy him, obviously. And and I'm going to take a left turn here real quick, Dave. You know, I, I see Biden, I mean, they, they see the war is not playing well in the United States. They see Zelensky sees what we did in Afghanistan. We just basically threw our hands up and just talked all the, the people that had helped us to the Taliban, just threw them into the jaws of the lion. We left Americans there. We left all that weaponry there. We just, I mean, we have a history of doing that. Just, oh, we, we created a big mess. Let's walk away from it now. You know, I think Zelensky, there's a good chance he's gonna, he's seeing this, and he's going to cut a deal with the Russians to sort of go back into the Soviet bloc doesn't exist anymore, but to kind of go back under their into their orbital sphere 
where he basically says, I don't want to do anything with the United States. They, they've done this, this, and this, and goes back into the, into the sphere of the Soviet or Russians. Um, and just think, just as we left $82 billion of the weapons in Afghanistan, if we did that, just think of all those javelin missiles and all the other stuff that could be used against us in the future because we've sent bunches and bunches of that stuff over there and uh, you know which a lot of it's now i think they're showing that some of those javelin missiles are selling for thirty thousand dollars a piece or forty thousand dollars a piece on the black market Zelensky's selling them i mean <laughs> well did you see his face. cabinet are uh, buying up multi-million dollar mansions yeah. around the world yeah with 40 oh gee they got 40 billion dollars to do that I don't wanna, you know, no, no graph there no no skimming off the top there yeah, they're they're buying mansions with our tax money. Um, so you know, and in this country, you know, we're at, we're at a a thing. We have no food, no electricity, water's drying up. Obviously, we have no hope. We're the biggest benzodiazepine you know takers on the planet. No gas, no faith, no hope, and no future. That's that's what that's what we've been given in the United States. Um, that's what's ahead of us, and you know, I call it God's judgment. Um, we want to blame Biden for it. Biden's just a symptom, um, you know, of of, of the, 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 the the spiritual rot that has happened in America's churches and pulpits. The spiritual rot that's happened into the Christian church. That's just it's just a sign of it. But um, Dave, we are at that time. Um, again, you'll never hear me predict a day. Jesus is coming tomorrow at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's just stupid to do that, and it's it's patently unbiblical to do it. But at the same time, Jesus did say, "You will know the time and the seasons," and um, we're there. So, what what do Christians do when we're there? Well, I, I can't stress, and this is this is the big thing, Dave. What do Christians do? I want people to hear that question, not just kind of blend in with everything else. What do Christians do at this time when we see all these birth pangs coming at us in a staccato fashion, you know, bang, 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 bang. Um, talk about semi-automatics. This is fully automatic, you know, birth pangs coming at us. Uh, we have to hide ourselves in, in, in the Almighty right now, Dave. I mean, it... It is the only way we're going to stand. You know, when I first became a Christian at 16 and started reading all these things, I was just thinking, you know, boy, it's going to be tough for people because, you know, they're going to be torturing them, they're going to be doing this, they're going to be doing that. And that's true. That will be done. In fact, um, it's being done to a large portion of the Christian church today on the planet. Uh, I just saw 50 of my Nigerian brothers and sisters were murdered by Islam. Um, You know, they were just murdered, gunned down. you know, I can only imagine what would have happened if 50 Christi- uh, Christians had gone into a Muslim church and mowed down 50 Muslims. Well, the same that would have happened with Sotomayor if she'd been the victim of an assassination attempt. What do you but, think would have happened? But wait, Dave, it did happen in Australia, with New Zealand, remember? And remember how much fa- one guy, you know, um, Australian guy, uh, New Zealand guy went into that Muslim church and gunned down all those people? And it was like the news cycle for a year but you know Muslims can go into a Christian church and murder children mothers expectant mothers um, and murder them and you know it doesn't even get an acknowledgement um, so uh, we we really do need to be hiding ourselves in the almighty I, I can't encourage people enough you know uh, I, I sometimes I go to bed Dave I'll go so I don't disturb my wife I'll, well, we have a little day bed up in a room and i go there and um there's this one psalm this lady who repeats the psalm for eight hours psalm 91 it goes over and over and over again i'll just click that on and and, and just fall asleep to it and it's still going in my ears even when i'm asleep but uh, i i i try to um and I'm, I'm not perfect again i have big erasers on my pencil so this isn't bob saint bob yet i'm not there yet <laughs> um but I, I want to put myself in the presence of the Almighty. I want to I want to dwell in His presence. I want to walk with Him as Adam walked with Him in the cool of the garden in the evening. I want to walk with Him. I want to dwell in His holy temple. Uh, I want to talk to Him. Last night, you know, I was just just in prayer, and I, I just had this overwhelming sense that God was in the room with me, um, that He was there with me, and and that's how I stand. When I see all this, it, this perversion and wickedness and destruction, murder, war, hatred, it, it's enough to overwhelm the soul. 
Um, but so, what do you I, think? When, what do you think the command to Christians would be today, in the face of all this hedonism? You know, it, it's basically come out from among them. This is what the scripture commands you to do. This is this isn't one of one of five options. You know, this isn't Vanna White. I'm dating myself. You know what? What's behind door number one? Door number two? Door. This isn't that. This is a command. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. Well, Dave, I mean, I, I, I got to admit, there's times I touch unclean things because it's just there. I mean, I'm not like some big thing you might think about, but I mean, just there, it's there. Maybe an anger over things where I shouldn't be angry or just, you know, I've let a few bombs go out of my mouth when I see things. And, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I've, I've slipped and I have to repent. But overall, we're going to have to keep ourselves in it and come out from among them. And that means we're going to have to, as the Christian church, learn to uh, find our true brothers and sisters and support one another through a network. Um, I mean, I have I have building trades. My youngest son is good with mechanics. Uh, my oldest son is good with you know technology type stuff. Uh, my middle son, I mean, he takes a lot after me with gardening and stuff, and he's he's a uh, master plumber. Um, so we're going to have to start utilizing those skills to to benefit one another and not op- operate outside the system of the world. Um, we're going to have to understand, and, and this is the this is a, a raw point for a lot of people because I know it is extremely difficult for some people to do this. But we cannot expect to keep sending our children into the jaws of Satan's schools and expect anything but losing our children. You can't do that. It, it, you're going to lose them. Um, I mean, there's always the exception, and I know because people always bring up, well, Daniel's in Babylon. Yes, there's that exception. Um, that was not something his parents chose for him, though. I mean, that was he was drug away in captivity, and God kept him. His parents didn't drive him down to Babylon and say, Hey, King Neb, hey, you want to take my kids and uh, teach them everything you know? They didn't do that. Um, you know, so that that's not the best example to use, even though people use it all the time. Um, come out from among them. Uh, what kind of entertainment do we watch? How do we spend our money? How do we, you mentioned earlier about, we're going to have to come out of this food system of this world. I mean, you know, the cancers are exploding in this country, Dave. It's exploding. Mental health problems because of the food people eat. Um, You know, these high starch, high fat diets, it's not the way we were meant. Roxanne and my wife and I were talking about it yet last night. You know, she uh, just got some just some standard food and she started reading it you know uh what is it uh hydrolyzed yeast or something that's ms msg you know i forgot what she, she knows all that stuff uh, you know msg and she started reading it all and she said this is toxic to the human body so we, we come out from among them and that that's what this means every aspect of my life i'm going to have to evaluate it and say lord jesus how do you want me to eat lord jesus how do i entertain um lord jesus you know, how do I educate myself? Lord Jesus, what kind of job do I have? Um, all of that. You know, uh, I was listening, again, to this book, The Dark Path, and it talks about how Satan has influenced civilizations through, you know, different means throughout throughout history. And, to, and today with the, the Internet, it's so easy to influence influence people. But he said, if Sir Francis Bacon, who was an occultist, said it is much easier to indoctrinate people into the occult with entertainment than lecture. And, you know, you see it all the time, the, the occult symbolism on TV, you know, the, the one hand over the eye or, or whatever, the occult symbols, the, the great horn beast sign that people do with their hand. Um, and, and we have no problem watching this. You know, my pastor said one time, you know, we, we love to watch, you know, James Bond. Oh, well, that's a guy movie. But James Bond was basically Captain Kirk of this age. You know, he just slept with everything. And we get so used to thinking those ways um, that uh, of immorality, we just accept it. You know, we, we they, they sitcoms, entertainment, they, they, you know, pump out just vile perversion. And p- Christians laugh at it. You know, um, and so to answer your question again, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. The more we touch the unclean, the more we contaminate ourselves with the very spiritual virus that is going to kill us. 
and it's a spiritual cancer that is going to kill us. So if you think you can, you know, uh, you know, take a little bit of cancer into your body, maybe you can. Maybe your body will fight it off. But if you know, the more you take in, the greater chances that you're going to contract that disease or you contract some disease that, that that's going to kill you and kill you spiritually. Um, I, I I think a lot of these people that we see today that are complete apostate, you know, the TV preachers probably started out good, but along the way. They took their eyes off Jesus. They touched that which is unclean. They got enamored with money. They fell in love with the world. And now, I mean, some of them are just absolutely demon-possessed, filthy people. So uh, I hope that answers the question. So abiding in the presence of the Lord, coming before Him, trusting in Him. Because, you know, um, Dave, I, I, I am convinced we're living in that season. And again, you're not going to ever hear me pre- do a date. But let me just say this. Say I die today. That's the end of the world for me. The end of the world just happened for me. Um, And so none of us know when our end of the world is going to happen. Uh, Just the other day, there was a car accident, and I was driving by it up in Knoxville area, and evidently somebody didn't make it. I mean, they were they were driving. I think Jamie Walden was telling me a story. Um, I think it was their anniversary, and the wife went out to get something, and somebody T-boned her. She never got home. That's the end of the world. So we all have to understand that we're in this age when, you know, the end of the world could be today, for me, for any other believer. When the, when the, the Lord Jesus comes back, I firmly am convinced we're in that season, but it might be, you know, whenever. Um, I don't think it's too far off, generationally speaking. Um, but, you know, we really need to press into the Lord to stand. Yeah, we do. I, I don't disagree with you, Bob, but the the bottom line is, is we have to get people to pay attention to their spiritual lives. And here's where the churches are failing. They're failing to link the teachings of the Bible to the present world they live in, and mostly. Well, Dave, because, you're not. You're well, teaching people that. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm not in the pulpit, and I'm uh, talking. You are. This and is a, a, condemn- you're in a pulpit of sorts. But let me finish a statement. It, I'm talking about condemnation of the vast majority of pastors in the pulpit who refuse to take the evil that's in the world and talk about what the Bible says about it and how we should be living. They ignore it. They are factories for preaching the word in a non-threatening way, doing baptisms, having gatherings, but they don't address the real issues of the day. That is my big concern about churches. You're you're 100% right. They will preach 90% of the Bible, but the 10% that addresses, you know, the cultural issues of our day that are absolutely blasphemous in the eyes of God, they know it will dramatically affect them. They'll be persecuted. The money won't come in. People will leave. And so they ignore those very issues. You're absolutely spot on. But, you know, that's why I tell people, that's what John MacArthur was saying. If your pastor will not believe in the first two chapters of Genesis as literal that God made the world, you know, and all, all that that's there, um, then what are you doing there? And then ask him, since that's not real, and this, this, this isn't really real, when does the Bible really do get real? What, what is it? Chap, chapter twelve? It yeah. starts turning real. Well, Bob, 15? you started talking. You started talking about uh, evil entities that are upon us now, kind of like in the old vision I get of Ghostbusters movie from the eighties. But what we don't see are pastors also along that vein talking about Genesis six. No, of course not, because again, people don't want to hear it. And, and Dave, there's something that has happened. And, and the communists said they would do this. The, the ungodly said they would do it. A lot of the people going through seminary today. First of all, the seminaries have been taken over by people who don't believe the Bible. Academic academic Christians that are in seminaries, I think it's three percent have a biblical worldview. That's all. Very very few. So the church, the, the seminaries have been infiltrated. The churches have been infiltrated by what the Bible calls, you know, uh, the, the, you know, they're, they're hirelings. They're not real shepherds. They don't fight for the sheep. They eat the sheep. And, and when, then when somebody else wants to come eat the sheep, they sell the sheep to be eaten. Um, 
And, and so the, the whole Christian church has been infiltrated. And again, that's another thing. You might, your parents and granddaddy and grandmother might have gone to this church, and you know everybody since Adam and Eve went to that church in your family. But if it's not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in its entirety, I know it's a good point to end on. You're exactly right. You have to find a Bible preaching church, ladies and gentlemen. The whole counsel of God. I, I hear you exactly. Bob Bob's website is readymaderesources.com. And Bob, very quickly, I've just had a mental uh, Biden aneurysm here. What, what's your phone number again? Oh, okay. 800-627-3809. And yes, we sell stuff. But if somebody needs prayer, Dave, they can call me up and I'll pray exactly. with Exactly. Yeah, I know that. And you'll also advise them for free, which very few people do. Bob, thanks for joining us. We're flat out of time. Talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. Bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.